Good evening and welcome to the only important TV thing happening today. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Reese, Hi, Reese. Hi, guys. It'll be interesting to see tonight who's actually on the stream because um, it'll be a, a little interest to see who actually likes football and who doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I'm not going to let the side down. No. I'm, I'm here, President Correct. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if the wife screams out the loft. Actually, I'll be like, "How's it go?" <laughs> yeah, I've got the um, I've got the window open because we can usually hear like uh, like crowds of people screaming in the background as well. So. Oh, fair play. You're we should have. I feel like we should have like represented the two sides tonight, Lance. Like you could have been um, England or Scotland, and I've been the other one. Yeah, um, I've got a George Cross flag actually, but I can't get to it. Packed. Even Nick, yeah. well, I definitely got a Scottish one to hand. So. Just woke. Just woken up. Well, what about that? There should be a <laughs> reprimand there, I think. <laughs> oh. No, I've, to be honest, I'm jealous. I would rather be asleep all day today. Oh, Reese yeah, is watching one, us mate. and the football. Oh, there we go. Sort of split vision there. Nice, I like yeah. it. Football is just a bunch of overpaid drama queens. Oh, Gaz, yeah, so have you yeah, not straight, seen us? <laughs> straight in, Gaz. Yeah, Gaz, we play airsoft, mate. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but has anyone noticed the boo-boo on my nose? Hi, Andy. Evening, Andy. So I had a fight with a thermos cup and lost terribly. Yeah. So basically, on top of my fridge in my kitchen, I've got a, a vintage French wooden crate, which we keep like the slow cooker and some lunch boxes and bits and bobs like that in it. And little did I know, there was a metal thermos cup sort of teetering on the edge. So I've, at the fridge, grabbed the crate, tilted it forward slightly, and this thermos cup has just gone and on the rim and just boshed me straight across the nose, which hurt. Whole weekend of not getting injured, taken out by a thermos cup. <laughs> now, see, was it accidentally there or strategically placed? Well, I don't know. I think the wife could have placed some booby traps while I'm away. Yeah, <laughs> just to try and catch me out. Yeah, he like he likes playing army. Let's 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 lay yeah. some traps around the house. Yeah. Let's see what he's like when he comes back fatigued. See if he still got it. I'm like, yeah, no, I haven't really at all. Never had it. Hi, <laughs> Wayne. You'll live. I, I hope so, mate. You know. Oh, look, Wayne's actually somehow managed to change his name. <laughs> Fresh meat. Go on, my son. Yes, I knew he'd embrace yeah. it eventually. Yeah. If I kept on at it, I knew he'd embrace it. it. <laughs> I was hoping um, Rage would be in tonight because I've got um, I've got some new podcast beer this evening. Try Tiger. Tiger, world-acclaimed Asian lager. Reminds me of my holiday to Thailand. Beautiful stuff. <laughs> mm. Uh, Gaz says, did you get the parcel, Lance? I did, mate. I did respond. Thank you very, very much for that, mate. That has been packed away into the uh, into the kit bag. Um, so some nice little goodies there to be added to the um, the already enormous kit list that's already contained within the Milsom in a bag, Bergen. So, Gaz, thank you very much, mate. The great stuff there, buddy. Andy, Andy reckons she chucks it at you. No. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> she did. No, it was it was a free falling thermos. So cup. just blink, blink twice, Lance, if you need help. Yeah, 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 yeah. Safe word. Um, yeah. It didn't even fall from a great height though, because it was literally just like that far away from me. But it was just the rim, just bang. I was like, fuck. But <laughs> 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 well, there we go. Never mind. Cool. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a scratch on uh, Mr. Gaines's uh, leg injury you got from the event. So uh, no, but yeah, go on about that because um, that was quite an interesting like little thing. Like it, it's genuinely the only time I've ever played at an event or we've had she genuinely had to use like first aid equipment. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't there. I was obviously I was um, uh, zero back at RPB, but um, 
it was over comms. It was obviously like real world sort of incident. It's minor, so game can continue. You know, they're in covers again. But turns out, I think Mr. Gaines, who's the alpha for Trojan Milson um, team, uh, had sort of ploughed his way through uh, some undergrowth, and there was a tree with a very low lying branch that had been snapped or come off, and it was just a spike, and it's literally essentially just sliced his shin. So he um, he got patched up in the field, hard as nails, and then sort of cracked on the rest of the weekend with a cool looking sort of blood stain on his on his uh, fatigues on the lower shin area. So that was cool. But yeah, all good. He uh, he cracked on and carried on through it. So yeah, uh, kudos to to uh, to Charlie and his um, boys for patching him up and keeping him in the chat. Sorry, breaking news. Uh, Wayne, fresh meat. Bit of news for you all. Seven thirty six Sunday morning. I became a father again. So just as well, didn't do the op. Oh. Congratulations, mate. Well done. Fair play. I mean, to be fair, you could yeah. attend it, though. To be fair, you Friday and Saturday, you'd have been all right, wouldn't you? Uh, you know, just saying. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm fucking joking. Sorry. <laughs> no, congratulations, yeah. bud. Fresh Meat Junior in the house. Yes. Yeah. So, um, Wayne, depending on uh, gender, you know, um, uh, Mike's quite a good name, uh, or, or Michaela, or, yeah. uh, you know, Nine Fortina. Lance, again, <laughs> and Lance Zetta. Yeah. <laughs> Paul and Paul and Pauline, yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, blue go. ribbon. Call it blue, blue ribbon. ribbon. Yeah, lovely stuff. <laughs> Fair play, no, congratulations. Why, why is your middle name ribboned? Well, funnily enough, <laughs> funny story behind it. <laughs> we had a vote on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, and my parents took it seriously. Can you fucking believe it? <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> there you go. Gaz says Lance or Lucy. Oh, yeah, I like it. What do we get yeah. if we call our firstborn Nofo? <laughs> I've no idea. I don't know why yeah. you want to do that. <laughs> Probably get punched especially, in the face by your, by your clarify, newborn when they're eighteen. That's what I'm. To clarify <laughs> also, especially after we had the um, the Q and A on the last episode, where we actually found out, or we we you know we told the story of where Nofo had come from. So um, maybe don't do that. Um, yeah. Just just a legal point. We're not being held responsible if anyone decides to child uh, call their child Nofo. Nofo, yeah. Um, Aka nutfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, okay. You know what? If you call your child Nofo, you get a free patch. How's that? <laughs> that needs to be genuine, though. That needs to be birth certificate yeah. up to the max. Street beat. Yeah. Whack. <laughs> With a megaphone, very loud. Is that a megaphone? Yes. <laughs> Evening, Danny. Uh, yes, Jess. Wayne says it's a boy with no name at the moment as he looks like a right thug. Well, Mike, there you go. Mike the thug. <laughs> yeah, I'll see that. Or no foe. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh Meat Junior, oh, no, hang mate. On. No, hang on. We, we actually have a name for the fox. What was the name for the fox? Kevin. Oh, I can't no, your, your son came up with it. Really? Yeah, we were sitting there. We were sitting there discussing the episode oh, one day. I'll have to. I'll have to ask him. It wasn't Barbara, was it? No, it was. Um, it was something fairly epic, though. Mother hen, <laughs> my little chook. <laughs> the guy says, "What about if your kids' initials were over? Go for it, mate. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I'll accept that. But again, birth certificate. It has to be an official. An official ne- Nigel um... Oliver Franklin Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> The name's so good, we used it twice. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Cool. So tonight we are um, Fred the Fox. No, it wasn't Fred. It was something like Bertrand. Very or something like that. Yeah, Gwendolyn. Yeah, it was something like that. We'll have to find out. We'll find I'll tell out. you what, if you want to name the fox, seeing as we've forgotten what it used to be called, um, 
come up with a name and you get to win um pride of next week's episode how's about that just just send us your uh mm. your submissions of what you want to call the fox to nofo chat at hotmail.com instagram is november underscore foxtrot underscore nofo facebook november foxtrot nofo and youtube november foxtrot do you, re- you, you realize what you've done <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get like cunty mccunson now aren't we and things like yeah, that yeah that's fine that's fine <laughs> Because that's, you know, it's community involvement. So if people exactly. want to name the fox, send a message to any one of those things Isaac. down there. Isaac, you're such a dick. <laughs> I told you. I told you this is going to happen. Oh, Isaac Hunt. <laughs> oh, I just got it. <laughs> oh, Mike, you're so innocent. <laughs> Drink some more of your gin. Has that got cucumber in it? No, it's just um, lemonade. It's just oh, green. Oh, is it the green backdrop? It's like <laughs> a recycled. No, it's a recycled green glass. Oh, nice! So, I like it. I like yeah. it. I actually got these in Vegas. Funnily enough, um, I wow! Way back on the plane. Mm. Anyway, right? Yeah, if you want to name the fox, send us a message. Um, Foxy and I won't fox read face. any more of them out on the screen, just in case. Um, so, Lance, <laughs> Lance, the the meal sim at the weekend. How was it for mm. you? It was good. It was very, very hot, and it was very, very tiring, mate. But it was good. It was nice to get out and do a do like a longer op sort of thing where you're sort of constantly out on the ground um, with sort of minimal rest. Um, it was good. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it. There was a couple of little blitzes that sort of didn't quite go to how I sort of intended it to go. But, you know, you live and learn. And hopefully sort of for the next one, it'll be sort of ironed out, um, those little minor problems. But um, on the whole... Storyline-wise or...? Uh, yeah, or a couple of bits or... of the story that didn't quite sort of marry up, which I've thought they might have done but they didn't but you know that's you know you live and learn don't you really but um mm-hmm. from a nato perspective because i can't really comment on the op four guys but um from a nato point of view you know the the four sections that i had um i mean to be fair we hit the ground sort of nine guys down on the actual day through um through illness and and other bits and bobs and, and just like people last minute non-attendees sort of thing which is a bit frustrating um so we, that's something we're going to look at in the future but um on the whole, I mean, uh, everyone just put 110 percent in through the heat. You know what I mean? There was no, there was no bitching, there was no moaning, there was no. Everyone was just like, "Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's get it done." Um, so yeah, it was it was from my, from my point of view, thoroughly enjoyed it. Very very impressive. All the guys that came along, you know, we had um, Terry's team. You know, we had Reaper One. You had um, the Trojan guys. You had Mister Brewer and his guys. Um, and we had a couple of new guys that had not been to the site before that I hadn't met, who we who sort of um shoehorned in with um, with Terry's boys, and and they were fantastic, really good. Um, mm. and like I said, you know, movements were great. Um, any taskings they were given, there was no sort of like, oh fucking hell, because everyone got a fair slice of the pie, and that's how like like I said, I've I've, I've sort of pinched it from Legion from uh, Big Mike, the the way he breaks the taskings up into like two and three hour times, like you're on stag for two hours and you do combat patrols or QRF and, and everyone does it. So no one's can really complain because it's like, Oh, well they're doing that. Why aren't I doing it? So well, you're going to be in an hour and a half, two hours time. So, but I didn't get any of that. Everyone was more than happy in the roles they were given. The comms were really good for this weekend. I think we had a tiny little bit of comms issues with uh, the Land Rover. Um, but that seemed to be squared away quite quickly. Um, and other than that, I, I, I never had any problems with comms um, at all from my, from my personal point of view. You know, I, I seem to raise anyone but, a little bit now again you might lose it when they go down into the valley and stuff like that mm. but you know that was that's easy that was easily rectified so yeah on the whole uh i was very impressed with it from 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 a nato point of view mate yeah i think everyone you know done as best as they could with the with, with what we had can i can i just say right people keep putting messages in the chat about the fox name just send us a message because i'm not reading them out and joe dupe i don't trust you anymore <laughs> no don't trust him don't do not trust that man 
Do not trust that man. <laughs> no, he's a gem. He's a gem. <laughs> yeah. So, um, did you want to talk about some of the kit you wore? So, we obviously we've got some photos. This was uh, yeah. So that was all your um, glory. That's it. Look at him. Look at him, genius. Um, so that was with the DCS. Uh, that was the Friday morning, just sort of before kickoff. Um, sort of looking rather fresh faced, but also looking like I'm covered in shit at the same time. But um, yeah, that was me at my best. Um, so yeah, DCS there. Um, obviously the polymer mag holders up front, one to the side, and obviously my shooter's belt, which worked really well. I was really impressed with that and really happy with that setup. So I probably will be investing in a uh, in a proper one further down the line because that's sort of one I've mocked up with some spare bits of bobs I've got in the old airloft. So, yeah, really happy with the DCS. I did get quite hot on it, I must admit, because it did, uh, under that canopy, it was baking. Mm. I mean, even, I mean, and the guys were in the dish dashes on the Op4, I mean, I'll talk, I spoke to Paul and uh, a few of the other dudes and and they was like, yeah, it was baking hot, proper hot. But then, not one person, that's one thing I must say from the NATO point of view, is not one person went down all weekend with anything related to not taking enough of water, like dehydration, headaches, anything like that at all. Everyone was on point with making sure they took plenty of fluids on, uh, keeping an eye on their oppos, making sure their other guys, when they got the chance to, they, if, they can, if they're on stag, make sure they're in the shade, um, making sure that when they stop, they you know took a seat and just got that, extra, that five minutes of pressure off the legs, um, took on some water, and like I said, didn't have any issues at all whatsoever mm. with regards to people drinking and stuff like that. So that was, that was spot on, that was, because it was hot. Um, so I changed out my rig sort of um, into the late Friday afternoon. I got the Warrior uh, chest rig out, which completely changed it. That, you know, it allowed a lot of heat to escape from my back because um, I run my 17 litre day sack as well. Um, but that sort of contained a lot of the heat. So I mean, my combat shirt was like gipping with sweat. It was like saturated. Like I just stepped out of a shower uh, when I took that off. So yeah, the chest rig was an absolute godsend to have that available to be able to change out. Uh, plus I had a couple of issues with a couple of my riffs. So I, I I chucked the chest rig on purely to run the 249 for a little while and then just dropped back onto my DMR, which was um, golden all weekend once again. You know, it was, it was a wicked bit of kit. Um, so, yeah, but trouser-wise, they're the Viper Tacticals with the, with the knee pads and they were bob-on, you know, no problems with them whatsoever at all. I had the uh, Under Armour cycling shorts on again just to prevent the old chub rub. Um, and I, I must admit, um, which is the first time it's happened to me, towards the end of the Saturday evening, late Saturday evening, I did get a little bit of bit of a uh, bit of chafe, tiny bit of chafe, which was a bit uncomfortable, which I was a bit shocked about because I thought, mm, you know, I've never had it before. But whether it's just the the did added you change heat. out your shorts, no, just the same pair. I had the same pair on. Yeah, you see, I I find so that they were, so they were proper honking by the end of yeah, Saturday. If you don't change them out, like probably about halfway through an event, then um, mm. yeah, it does a. Uh, it does start to get to you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said, it's not happened before, but I mean, obviously the event we've done prior, prior to this wasn't in that sort of heat. Do you know what I mean? But, um, oh God, what, what's this? What Jade, I, I assume you're talking about the chub rub. Oh no, hang on. Right. Oh, camelbacks are good, but I much prefer uh, a moose so, knuckle. <laughs> Jade said, Jade said, did you have any cam camelbacks and use them? So you're, you're, what are you wearing there hydration wise? So I've got the one litre hydration bladder on the back there, which stays on my rig all the time. And then I'd run either one or two one litre bottles in my assault pack. Just what obviously for me or any of my guys who've like, if something happens, a hydration hose breaks or they can't get to the water, you know, I've got a spare one, which I can give to them to use and then obviously clean it out later on and reuse it for myself or whatever. Sorry, I was just reading Joe's follow-up. The, the camelbacks are good, but much prefer a moose knuckle. Moose knuckle. Oh, <laughs> Not sure how much water a moose knuckle carries, though. 
I tell you what, epic, an epic brand though. Like, like yeah, a counter brand to challenge yeah. the Camelback, the Moose Knuckle Water Bladder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what sort of drinking uh, straw type thing yeah, it would so be. Andy says it was so hot. I'm ignoring that. Andy said it was so hot last weekend. My ice plate really showed its worth. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. Oh, Andy, you got them, haven't you? Yeah, that would have been a good shout, man. I mean, how long it would have stayed frozen for, I don't know. But I mean, yeah, because it was hot. But it was nice. It, it did it drop off a bit in the evening, so which wasn't too bad. But um, throughout the day, especially when you're stuck in a building. From <laughs> oh, sorry, it's <laughs> just reading the chat. This is this is really not helpful. But so um, so I'm just going to read the chat directly out. So Jade okay, said, uh, did, you, "Did you have any uh, Camelbacks and use them?" Joe Dupe said, uh, "Yeah, Camelbacks are good, but I much prefer a moose knuckle." Jason said, "Oh God, what?" Um, we were obviously talking about the capacity. Joe said around six liters. Wow. Um, Jade, Jade said, "Is it is it more than a camel?" And Joe said, "Depends if it's from Newcastle." There's a Liverpool version that can take seven point three liters. <laughs> oh, oh <God>. Joe! <laughs> right, sorry. Um, That'll yeah, be able so to stop it. All right. Yeah. So the ice plate, um, Andy. I'd be interested to see um, if you let us know in the chat. So, did you freeze those presumably in advance? Um, no, he froze them during the event, Mike, whilst he was running. No, but it's in I'd be interested to know, so that I'm assuming that they were frozen in advance, and how long they lasted, because um, it's something that I've been interested in. Because did you um, know Andy Bob is actually sub-zero? <laughs> oh. Did you freeze them in advance? No, I, I, I said I assume you freeze them in advance. Well, no, because the point I was trying to make... Sorry, the, the ice plates. It's tiger beer. I've not had this for a long few years no, now. It's fine. The ice plates you can put cold water in, don't you? You don't actually have to have them frozen. That's what I was trying to get at. So it's whether um um sorry, still the chat's still going on. It's um it's whether um Andy was putting in like new fresh water into that to basically like replace the hot like the warmer water. That's all. Jupy's um, on fire tonight. So yeah. far, he's so good. <laughs> I shouldn't even laugh at that. <laughs> oh. So right, can you two stop? Can we put Jade and Joe in a private chat and just <laughs> crack on, please? <laughs> um, you obviously had some other you had some little kit issues, Lance. So this is obviously you getting your stuff squared away back in the airloft. Yes, mate, yeah. So that's just after Do you want to talk about your little uh my little my little <laughs> faux pas? Yeah, so, faux right, pas, so. Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously post event uh following morning. Um, packed all my kit away. Uh, it was still hot, so I when I travelled to the site, just had a shorts and t-shirt on, a pair of trainers. So I chucked them back on because all my gear was gipping, and then I bagged it up and stuck it on top of my Bergen. Got home, and it's the first time I've ever done that. It's the first time I've ever come back from an event wearing like just like a pair of civvies, if you like. So um, got my water bottles out, Camelback, cleaned it all, blah blah blah. Took all my batteries out, usual safety stuff, you know, radio batteries, blah blah, everything that's potentially fire up pyro all that sort of stuff it's all squared away straight away nice shut the burger up in the loft all the other kit and then sort of tonight i've sort of started right get a few bits out start squaring it away so another event in a couple of weeks time and um i stood my burger up on my little table and i just unclicked it I went, and it like the top cover because it was quite packed it sort of opened itself and i went oh what the fuck is that what is a fucking animal died in my bag crawled in there and i've just you know 
trapped, in. trapped a <laughs> raccoon in there or something whilst, out on, whilst at the event. Of course, it wasn't. No, I'd left all my gear in there, like my, my, um, my fatigues, my underarm, my cycling shorts, my socks. So, yeah, that had been in there for a good eight days, just in a hot loft, just honking. So, um, yeah, smack for me. Yeah. I mean, who never do, done it before. do something like that? Yeah, I know, I know. And I've never done it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> to be fair, like, at least you found it within like a week. I, I've left stuff for like months before. Yeah, mate, if it, it, I think if I'd left it any longer than that, there wouldn't have, I don't think there'd have been clothes left. I think it would have just been dust. Yeah. <laughs> just a bundle of dust. <laughs> so I took it down and Lou was like, tell me that it's not your stuff from last week. I was like... Yeah, <laughs> she was like, "Just put it in the machine." I said, "Don't even want to look at it." I was like, "You sure?" It's here. She's like, "No, look, put it in the machine. Put it in the machine." So she I chucked can smell four, it. I can smell it on the four, approach. Four tablets in straight in the straight in the can with the with the clothes, and then she puts like double the amount of comfort that's required for that five garments. <laughs> just like locks it down. <laughs> I was like, "She's like, just leave me alone. Go away. Don't talk to me." Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Get the extra bleach out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially on the gusset. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> and he says, um, yeah, so it stayed nice and cool for all of Saturday. Uh, Sunday I had drunk most of it, but it had a cooler in the van with frozen water in it to top it up. There you go, there you go, right? So Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. It wasn't yeah. just... Yeah, but it arrived, it arrived frozen. Yeah. But he says, yeah. no, he said he has a cooler in the van with frozen water in it to top it up on Sunday. So yeah, to I was, top it up once yeah. it defrosted from his home yeah. freeze. Yeah. And he said, freeze it Thursday, kept in the cooler on the drive up, so stay frozen most of Saturday, cool until Sunday morning, and topped up with Sunday morning cold water uh, in the van. There uh, you go. Uh, uh, uh. So he did freeze it at home. He didn't freeze yeah. it on the go. Like some sort, of, some sort of Yeti <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> oh, froze. Hi, Les. Evening, Les. Oh, oh look, James is here. Uh, James said, muddy boots in a black bag, forgot for four months. Oh. Yeah, I can imagine that they were pretty... Uh, yeah, I'll tell you what, actually, the worst, the worst like thing with those, yeah, the worst <laughs> thing with muddy boots though is when you take them out of the bag and then it's the mud because obviously it's all dried out at that point and it just goes everywhere. It's like it just goes into like a proper mud powder. Yeah. Like you know, like the um oh, the uh like the icing sugar type thing. Whenever I cook with icing sugar, just icing sugar goes everywhere, regardless of the tiniest amount that you get out for some reason, it's on the ceiling, the walls, the floor, mm. everywhere. Um, and mud's exactly the same. Um, James also said hello, Miss Julian. So I'll, we'll go into that in a little sec. Because um, uh, of course, yes, yes that was yes, that was yes. quite a good part. So for those who don't know, um, I wasn't actually able to make the uh, event at the weekend uh, due to my breastfeeding course. Um, How for was my that wife, actually? For my How wife, to clarify, it was very interesting. Um, and when, and when's um, and when's Anna's one? When's she going to do her one? <laughs> uh, no, it was just <laughs> it was just me. Your pervy yeah. one. Were you in the building or just looking through the window? <laughs> like that. No, genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> I will say I learned a lot and it was very interesting. Um, and the the lady leading the course Isn't said, it? you know, there are no stupid questions. I was like, ha-ha. Oh. Okay. Oh. Hello, I'm Mike Fraser. So, and I, I just simply asked, I said, so the boob from Meet the Fockers, the fake boob, is that a real thing? And if it is... Is Where that recommended? Well, no, because the reason the reason being is there's been a question I want it, about... Because I want it as a camelback. <laughs> That's the moose knuckle. Bitty. Um... The bitty bag. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> you get a team one. It's just like a pack of them along your back. <laughs> that would just be like a cow udder, wouldn't it? Of like six or seven teats, just to everyone for the younglings to suckle from. <laughs> oh blimey! Yeah, just yeah. this is supposed to be a debrief for Christ's sake. Come on. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I asked about this, and she went, "Oh no, it turns out that there are some stupid questions." Um, but she did answer. She did answer. And to be fair, I've got a very, very good answer about how um, there is something called nipple confusion, um, where babies prefer a simpler um, nursing method. So, for example, with a with a bottle, that's apparently easier than um, from a the boob. Um, so so yeah, got a bottle attachment on the boob. Yeah. So I ba- it was basically she was saying that if if babies have uh, a boob and then a bottle, they'll generally prefer the bottle because it's easier to. Um, feed from so the thing i was trying to get to is the fact where if you could have a bottle or the fake boob or whatever where you could i'm back where you could Hello. um yeah it's where, where you could like replicate the nipple basically it would be a better thing but anyway yeah this is this is about an airsoft event not yeah, about sake, Mike, don't get all pervy on us. <laughs> um <laughs> oh hi rage uh rage was obviously there at the April oh, rage. yes look tiger beer mate tiger lager tonight sunshine I know it's not your neck of the woods, but it's 4.9%, so I'm not doing bad. I'm getting there. <laughs> it was wicked to see you as well at the weekend, mate. Yes, it was. Pucker. Great to meet you, finally. Genuinely, I, I I remember this very, very nice moment where I'm just standing there, and all of a sudden, this guy just comes storming towards me. He's like, oh, get out, get out, big beard. I was like, oh. I'm like, oh, my word, this is terrifying. And then he grabbed me. We ran out to like the side, and then uh, he was like, right, we're going to run down the hill. I was like, okay, cool. So I ran down the hill, and then, bless him, he fell over. Because I, I don't know, he got caught on something, and that man went down. <laughs> God damn it! And is, that when, is, that when he, is that when he cradled you in his arms and just looked down yeah. at you like that? I was like, "Oh my god, you're right, you're right." And then uh, yeah, he's got up and so it's fine. And it was only after that I realised it was rage, and he is genuinely the nicest man. It was a pleasure to meet you, rage. Genuinely, yeah, um, absolute gent. So, uh, right, yeah. So, um, what I think, oh yeah. So obviously, I was at the event as a. Um, I was unable to go because I had the NCT class, um, but I rocked up as press. Um, so this was me in my press garb. So did a sterling job, I'd like to add. Yep. Yeah. So um, I was rocking about. So this is a Mark III uh, civilian Osprey vest, um, which I've, I have actually customised. So this little uh, epaulette thing I actually had to get specially made because um, you can't buy them anywhere. Um, and if anybody wants any, I've got some for sale, because apparently the minimum order was 10. Um, <laughs> oh, for Christ's sake. So I'd, have fitted, I'd have covered it in a the lot then. That's the case. I'd have taken full advantage of that. <laughs> press, 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 press. <laughs> well, annoyingly, I've actually got two batches of these, because the first batch I got made, I'd picked the wrong colour. So I've ah. actually got about 20 of these. Um but yeah, so I also, um, I don't know if you can see, I've got like a little cheeky press pass. Oh, that's quite a good zoom. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I've got a little press pass there as well. Um, and my character's name was Julian Banjo. Um, for those that can make that out. So uh, yeah, um, I, I quite is, like making born fake from the, uh, and... Born from the Octo 8 event, that name, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I knew it would come out to haunt you. Yeah, no, no, just again living it, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it. Just I, embracing uh, it, just embracing it, man. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, I quite like making all like the fake documents and fake IDs and stuff. I actually handed up with a, a fake passport, fake British passport, um, a letter from the MOD, um, fake plane tickets, um, a, a variety of documents and stuff that people could, when they sort of 
spoke to me or whatever if they wanted to have a look through they could have a look through um but one of the little things i really like about making these sort of little documents that qr code actually takes you to like the afghan national um like government website and stuff like that um so it's like lots of little easter eggs and stuff in in it but mm. no i really enjoyed it it was great fun i've got to go around and obviously meet loads of people take loads of photos um we did some little. Yeah, it, uh, it, it just added another element to the game as well, didn't it? Like, I'm actually having press mm. there, like it was out on the ground, you know, almost like the like the Ross Kempy sort of type things. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I mean, the only thing I would say is that. So I thought, right. Well, if you're a news reporter, you're most likely to have like a, a classic news reporter helmet, um, which I tried to make, um, and I won't lie, it is not a flattering look in any way. I mean, I've from this event, I've decided I definitely need to lose some weight. Um, because the beer gut is clearly, you know, very apparent. But this helmet and my my jowly face are just surrounded. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's full protection. Your civvies, mate, at the end of the day, you need to be protected. <laughs> End yeah. of. But it was great fun. It was great fun just sort of roaming around and just meeting people and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, at one point the uh, the op four were um tasked to capture me. Um so that was quite cool. Um mm -hmm. so I got to go and do that. So yeah, that was uh that was probably, yeah, it was quite a good event for me, in all honesty. It was just nice to say, rocking around and taking some pictures and things. Um, and yeah, I mean, in terms of taking some of the photos of you boys, Lance, because obviously uh, you're out and about. Um, and we don't always get photos necessarily at some of these events because as a team, as a, going to like the, the Zulu 1 3, our, our team, we are crap at taking photographs. Not as in the quality of them, we just don't take them. And we always make a conscious effort leading up to the event. It's always in the chat. Please, lads, make sure you get a couple of pictures of, of your buddy next year or, and likewise for him to you. And do, 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 do for a bit of content. Or when we get back, I've, I've got two on my phone. One's of my fucking foot in the car that I've, got, that I've taken by accident. Another one's of something else that's gone off my pocket. And that's it. That's my contribution to the, to the photo stores of that event. And I, I, was quite, I was a little bit better this time. I think I took six. I think I think two of them are by mistake as well, and one of them was a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there. I'm really getting yeah. there. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. I mean, it is genuinely quite hard. When, when you're at an event, you just want to enjoy the event and kind of do that, it's, you know, rather than, mm. rather than sitting and taking photos. But you've got three um, radios going into your head, and it's just like uh, yeah. a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Jade just said, um, the next Milsim film sim she's out there's someone called Dick Chili. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. Yeah. Um, she also said, I've got a news reporter helmet. Did you say the latest Octo YouTube? I did, and that was that was a far better attempt at my helmet. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, don't make that. Um, so one of the other characters um, that was there was uh, my mate James, or our mate James. Um, so James played uh, Matty Siamic, Simak. I gave James this awesome, genuine Afghan name, and for the life of me, I can't remember what it was. But and it that's turned how, out well, that, that's because it's awesome and genuine because <laughs> you yeah. can't pronounce it. <laughs> but one of the uh, one of the fun things about the uh, the weekend was the fact that I just really rolled into the fact that my character didn't know what his name was at all. So I was just making everything up under the sun. So every time I referred to him, it was always like Moti, Mitty, Matty, Matto. Matey, um, <laughs> like it was just every variation. There we go. James has literally just said it's a uh, god damn it, it's Matty Siamak. <laughs> I gave him the name as well. That's the worst thing. Is the fact I literally wrote that. I created the little pass for him as well, so we, you know, we genuinely had these passes. Um, 
but it was great fun. Like James, James and I was just sort of roaming around. James, I mean, you, um, I mean, you guys did a sterling effort, and and with your and obviously you've got your other little bit to mention, Mike, in a little while. But I, yeah, I yeah. must, uh, whilst James, I must say how impressed I was with like, I mean, the the wardrobe he must have brought along. Yeah. Uh, for, for the for the five or six uh, different like NCPs that he played throughout the event, just to add a bit to the storyline and and to shoe on in a couple of little side missions and that. I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, I take my hat off to him. It was really really good. It was great, and it was a surprise because some most of it I didn't know about. So I, I'd get this dude rocking up. Like, like, I need I need to speak to the NATO like commander or whatever. I'd be like, James again. <laughs> he wasn't wearing. Okay. What? Hey, <laughs> But there was one in particular. He said, um, uh, he, he briefed me on a, um, uh, I think it was his cousin, I think, who'd been, uh, who'd been uh, led astray by the Taliban, and uh, obviously his, uh, his family had come to a uh, to a grisly end, and we needed to capture him, inform him of this grisly end to his family, to then turn him back. And he was in a in the nicest possible way. He was trying to tell me in character that it was him as someone else. <laughs> <laughs> and me being just an idiot, going, huh? He was going, it's going to be me. It looks yeah. exactly like me. Like, oh, 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 I see. Right. Okay. Now I'm with you. Okay. That's good. Good. Yes. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for the intel. Yeah. Sangi. Sangi. Yeah. <laughs> but he was brilliant. Yeah. So, James, I do take my after you, mate. You did fantastic. So, well done. Thank you for that. I was much appreciated. So, yeah. This, this thing, I mean, James, genuinely, uh, I was amazed at his commitment to the role. So um, I'd said to him, oh, can you just run around with me taking some pictures and bits and pieces? Because um, I know that you said, Lance, that you're quite keen on getting like these little video news clips and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, mate. Absolutely. Yeah. So I created this stuff for James as like, because I haven't got the time to make him a little, little passport as well, unfortunately, um, before the event. So I, I made him effectively an Afghan national. Um, so he was like my local guide, um, sort of support freelance sort of thing yeah, yeah. yeah um and he really committed to it and that he just ran around following me afterwards going oh mr julian mr julian i'm coming <laughs> but the, um, so that was grand uh, I, generally it was so much fun just hanging out with james but i mean one of the one of the best part, parts that i found was the fact that the um the taliban basically captured us um and they took us down to the village and they decided that they were going to execute us because I'm not really sure what their reasoning was, but they, they decided that that was what they wanted Something to do. horrific. <laughs> yeah, so they, they picked me first and they, they took me out in front of them all. And there's there's a good, like, 30 or 40 people standing there. So it, it is quite, like, I wouldn't say threatening, but it felt very enclosed, you know. I felt like that this was, you know, it was fairly imposing. And um, mm. they said, oh, have you got any last words? And I won't lie, the first thing that genuinely came out of my mouth was, um, well... I just like to point out that Moti in the building again, you know, Matty, Matty in the building um, is actually an Afghan national, and therefore he's technically more of a traitor than I am. And they were like, "Oh, great idea!" So they executed him first, um, and they dragged him out of the building. And bless him, he came out. They dragged him out, and he, he was looking at me, and he was like, "Oh, Mr. Julian, Mr. Julian, they've killed you." I was like, "I'm actually really sorry." Oh, oh, I'm back. Now I said, "I'm actually." I'm actually really sorry they're going to kill you first. It was, it, the look of surprise on his face um, when I told him that I, I basically sold him down the river. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was just great. And then, yeah, they executed me as well. And then that was the end of Julian Banjo, unfortunately. Well, but, um, no, it was good. It was good. But, you, um, but, then, but then having said that, if you can move on, you did rise from the ashes like a phoenix. I did rise from the ashes. I did rise from the ashes. So the other character I got to play, I, I had to disappear... Uh, Friday afternoon, but the other character I got to play um, 
was this fine gentleman who I'm yet to actually name properly. Um, I think I came up with like Owen Johnson or something like that, but I've got to come up with something a bit better. Uh, but basically, um, to lead he's a, he's, to, a sh he's a shifty character, so he is. He is very <laughs> shifty, especially his his terrible Belfast accent. Um, <laughs> so uh, this this chap um, basically was coming into the game to buy, um, I think, sort of like biohazard munitions and various bits and pieces. Basically, an arms dealer. Um, coming to sort of buy and sell stuff from the tar uh, the Taliban. The Taliban? The Taliban. Um, <laughs> That's like a North Korean element of the Taliban, is it? No, that was, that was just what Taliban is in the in the Belfast accent that I kept crying out with. Um, but anyway, there was um, there were two other guys from uh, the Punishers that were with us. Uh, so there was uh, Marcus and Dan were down there as well. And I, I'd named them Mr. Robertson and Mr. Stevenson. Um just so that I could remember their names because I was like, I need to, I need to have a name. And I had this you, little line. Because you do so well with names that you issued people. No, but I had with. this little line that I really wanted to use. So when I rocked up, I was like, oh, you know, if any of you two, if any of you two fuckers move, Mr. Rabbit is going to put a bullet in. I can't even do the accent now. Um, but I was like, oh, it's going to put a bullet in your head and stuff like that. And it was like, it worked out really well. Um, and then I went with like a, like a, a pair of shorts and like a, uh, Tropical T-shirt uh, type shirt type thing. As any weapons dealer would wear. Exactly. Well, I was trying. I like. What does a weapons dealer wear? Like, exactly. Exact, exactly that. Exactly yeah. that. So um, yeah, there was a couple of cool photos like that, and I know that um, one of the ta NATO taskings was to sort of try and get into the forest either side of the village and take photos of uh, of me coming in. Um, and then yeah, oh, it was uh, Mr. How even his. Uh, oh yeah, hi Paul. Any last? Oh words yeah, I've got to come back now. to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, come, I'll come back to that in a sec because that, that was quite funny as well. Um, but the yes, yeah, so then I know NATO was sort of tasked with trying to sort of capture photos of stuff of, of this all happening, and I think that they they did get there and they were trying to take pictures of people, but I think they only took uh, the villagers. If I, I remember think they right. got yeah, I think the angle of the dangle um, where their LUP where they put input their LUP um, it didn't quite cover that side of that building. Yeah. So they got they essentially got everyone except for you and um, the op four leader there, get, get, like doing the deal. <laughs> Bless them. But obviously, yeah, obviously they smashed. They did technically sort of smash that one. So yeah, fair play to him for that. Yeah. So that that was good. And then uh, yeah, so um, James was also playing op four of one of his other roles, um, and he was he was literally like places. Jason in his Technicolor dream coat. He? he was his coat he was. of colours just arriving. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he comes out, he's just wearing different different costume. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so um, <laughs> going back to Paul's comment. Um, so yeah, sorry, I forgot about this. When when I was being executed, um, they'd said, oh, have you got any last words? And I said, well, I didn't want to kind of just go out quietly. So I started um, Moby Dick, just reciting Moby Dick, um, which was which was quite fun. So uh, yeah, I got shot pretty sharpish after that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so from so they might from a from a press point of view, from a, from like a silly pop sort of type NCP, anything that you would like to have done but you didn't get to do or anything that you'd do better next time that you didn't quite get to do this time yeah so i would say the only thing i would probably say was there wasn't quite a lot of villager interaction um a lot of the times when i actually got to get to the village um there wasn't like many people there um mm -hmm. which you know it, it i was i was sort of all um geared up i know james was as well that we could sort of go and like do little interviews with the locals and do sort of pieces to camera and stuff like that for that oh but... sorry take care rage see you soon mate oh see you rage um yeah so that that would have been quite cool but um you know it's just that's how the game went you know there's sort of there's all sorts of stuff going on throughout the weekend and stuff 
Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to potentially getting a. Um, uh, people have been naming it uh, the character. I quite like Barry Fiddle. Um, <laughs> Barry Fiddle. <laughs> Nick, Nick also said uh, a deary. Or double D for sure. Double D. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm quite looking forward to kind of getting that character out again. And it was so I, I've got a little bit bit of a background in sort of amateur dramatics and stuff, and it was quite good fun just to sort of ham up stuff a little bit. Um, and whilst whilst my accent wasn't the best, it, my camera my camera's gone. Um, it was quite good to uh, sort of play play a little bit more role play type stuff. Mm. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong; it would it would have been cool just running around and you know being NATO for the weekend or I'll tell you something. I, I missed I missed my LMG gunner this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that that you would have been handy on several occasions because <laughs> <laughs> we were up against it. I must admit, we really were up against it. I think we yeah. had two. I think Mister Brewer had one on the go at one point. I believe that may have gone down. I'm not sure. And then obviously the um, uh, November two three, which was the Trojan guys. I think they had one saw. So that was yeah, it. Yeah, he, he was running too. a GMP stoner. Yeah, so, awesome. So he was. You were there. You were there mechanically. I, I went over to him and I, I, I realised that I didn't have my stoner on me at the time. And I went up to him and went, "Oh, I really like the stoner." And then he was like, "Cool." Awkward. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and it was as we walked away. James was like, you, "You." That was a really weird interaction. I was like, "Oh yeah, I haven't got mine on me." <laughs> yeah, I just got a camera and a notebook. Yeah. God. Fuck. Yeah. So basically, basically, this poor chap's literally had me wander up to him and go, "I really like your gun." Did you growl? Oh, yeah, no, it was good though. It was a good weekend. It was a really good event. Um, the only, uh, the only thing I would say two, for two, me personally, two, my oh, sorry, let's yeah, um, Danny had a two, had a two four nine on the go, oh, yeah, didn't he? he? Did, yes, yeah, of course he did. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, my oh, little my chicken, course. my little chicken, Danny. <laughs> snore snores like a resting bullock, but uh, oh mate, <laughs> fuck that snoring. <laughs> Let's just see if I can find a photo of him quick. I don't think I can very quickly. But um, but, I mean, but no, I mean from my really from my um, from my from my perspective, I think obviously a couple of faux pas I made. Didn't put a stag rotation in on the Friday night, so that was a massive cock up from me. But I'm gonna blame the fact that we haven't been out for an event like that for a long, long time. So. <laughs> That was that was my bad. Do we get a stag rotation put in? Obviously, we got bumped a couple of times in the morning, uh, which was cool. A uh, little bit of a tit for tat on that one, but there we go. Um, and essentially, I mean, I've, I've got no other really. I wouldn't say complaints or critiques from 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 our point of view. I think, like I said, I think the lads were solid. I mean, like I said, we were nine people down. I mean, on, on a force that was already less than the op four because of the idea of obviously the op four having more guys was. Because they would be playing the role of insurgents as well as a civvy pop, so they had sort of like 15, 20 guys more than us already. But then for us then to be nine down extra, I think we did. I don't think we done too bad at all, really. I mean, I think there was one point in the Friday night where our PB was getting hit. There was four of us there essentially um, for nearly an hour until we could chew on some some uh, some resupply in from our from our harbour area. Which we managed yeah. to sneak him in through the back door, which was, which was good. I was like, oh, thank God for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my my, my from uh, completely on me. My biggest faux pas of the weekend was purely um, not putting a stag rotation in earlier on in the day, just to let the guys prep for that for the evening. Because I had the Trojan guys out on the greens 
um, until the early hours of Saturday morning. I think they, they didn't rock up to the PB to, uh, to the harbour area till it was gone half three. Um, and I was me and Marcus were sort of last men standing. We had a couple of um, bit, we had a bit of ink coming from Trojan, which was cool, just like possible enemy movements up towards the fob. So I jumped on the thermal. Um, uh, Marcus is there. On, I think I don't think he used my greens at one point. Might have done, but I jumped on the thermal. And, like, did a full scan, full three hundred and sixty degree patrol of our PB. Pit, didn't pick anything up. So whether they bugged out or diverted off, I don't know. But um, so that was cool. It kept us on our toes for a little bit. Um, and then obviously, yeah, they, the, did, they did get into your fob at one point, I believe. I think it was this. Yeah, it was the Saturday morning. Again, that was that's that, that and that is down to me because I didn't put my stag rotation yeah. in. Um, so, so that, I did see uh, that, that Paul. Um, took some photos and be, I, th- I think he took some photos, but I know that there was definitely uh, Paul wandering around the base. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The harbour area with nobody in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good fun. I think it was all literally. It was all hands to the pump. Obviously, like I said, because we were nine guys down, I literally had to have everyone out in the field. So the the harbour area essentially became just like a place to crash if you needed to. And um, our, our main uh, concern was obviously the P. The trouble with um, the stockade. Uh, or our patrol. We used to, when we first started on the Friday morning, um, I sort of threw a bit of a spanner into the works, and I got a, a recce team to go out and patrol and um, uh, secure. A, oh, there he is! Oh, look! Oh, it's amazing. It's a bit of Johnny Walker red label. That's it. <laughs> amazing. Or or JD Honey is always the, is another good one. Yeah, don't share the JD. That, that stays in the cupboard. <laughs> How are you, mate? All right. Yeah, not bad, mate. You? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh, I've gone, I've gone to mush now. <laughs> oh, this is the one thing. I, see, I couldn't do that. I wouldn't be awake with my two when they were that age. As soon as I started feeding them, I just go. <laughs> it's all right. The amount of pictures my wife's got of me asleep with my kids just on me is like it's like an album. <laughs> I've got I've got quality entertainment. I don't know if you can. It's a bit of a. Really see that, but it's uh, I, I did expect to see me and Mike there. Then I'm not gonna lie, yeah, fair play, mate. Oh, good, yeah. No, I was gonna say, actually, on, on. at the weekend, it was great because I, I was in this little shack and then literally looked out the window and there's just Paul there. I was like, oh, Paul, <laughs> <laughs> and he was literally like. And they just carried on shooting. I bumped into. I had to pop to the safe zone. I think I had to change a battery out on one of my um, on one of these the staff the radio sets. <clears throat> I was just spun around the corner. I was like, "There's Paul there." He's like, "What cigar?" He was like, "They're all right then." So we sat down and had a cigar. He was like, "Do you want a can of Monster?" I was like, "Yeah, all right then." I don't have much of a rest this weekend. I was like, "Yes." Oh, well, uh, this I've never had one of these before. I sort of skipped up the safe zone. I was like, "Wee!" <laughs> Yeah, you just were. You up to about half two, wouldn't you? No, well, well the, the uh, Saturday morning, I, got, I think I got my head down half three, quarter to four, and then I was roused by uh, Mr. Marden's tag rounds at about half six, quarter to seven. Yeah, knock, knock. I was just like, oh, morning. And I thought, oh, we ain't got a stag in. Yo. Go on. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we ain't got a stag rotation in. Nobody's up. And then I think we had about nine rounds coming. I was like, well, everyone's dead. So it was like red lights on because they were just blowing up everywhere all around the fob, all around the harbour area. Uh, but then, weirdly, I don't know why, but so we'd all been blown up by these tag rounds and then a, a full section came in and started shooting everyone. And I was like, lads, we've been blown up. We're, we're already dead. No, <laughs> we're dead. It's just like, and there's the look on this guy's face is like, oh, 
Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Tags blown, bang, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Game over. <coughs> so on your way. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was good. That was a, that was a nice uh, uh, a nice wake up for us. <laughs> I don't think they quite figured out who the informant was. Was Mark uh, Mark Kettles, wasn't it? Well, it was just bounced around about twenty different people. <laughs> he, he hated that. Oh, so there's a guy on our team, guys, uh, uh, Mr. Kettles, a lovely guy. And um, uh, at one point, he was back at the uh, the Op Four uh, Harbour area, and sort of looking a little bit down in the dumps. And I, I think it was Mr. Mins. I think it was James went back and he saw. He said, "I saw Mark," and he was he was looking a bit down in the dumps. He was like, "You're right." He's like, "No, everybody thinks I'm the mole, but I'm really not." <laughs> And then it was, and then it was moved on to Sean, Mister Glass. Yeah, it's, it's amazing when you trickle something in like that. Oh, mate, Johnny's whispers, isn't it? And I'm, I mean that in the nicest possible way, but like, but it was just like, is it, is it you, you? Is it him? Is it? Is and it I'm him? like, and because they said about something or other, um, and they went, oh yeah, because I think that, that, that someone had put um, an IED in your fire pit or whatever. Um, oh, I'd heard about this. Yeah, I mean, we we found the tip of a striker, but I mean, we completely because I thought in, in the interest. Of, I don't know. In all seriousness, I thought in the interest of safety, I yeah. actually need to. <laughs> well, I, so I actually need about... to take this fire apart now. <laughs> so I was like, "Thanks for that." <laughs> when they said about the mole, and they goes, "Oh, whoever it is, is this this mole?" Um, what we really need to look for is probably one of the most sort of safety conscious people on our side. And I'm going, yeah, I don't know who that could be. And I'm like, no, it could be like kettles, or it could be could be so like a health and safety could be this. manager. And I'm like, there's no one even thought about me being a health and safety manager for Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, not since your not since your story of the straws being loaded and thinking it's a box mag in the fact. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Was, it's really it's interesting because it almost swept through the camp. Oh, who is it? Is it this person? Is it that person? Is it this person? Is it I'm like? Oh, well, this I'm is like... it. You'll get that air of doubt. I mean, obviously, on the NATO sort of side, they, that sort of thing doesn't come into it, obviously, because you're yeah. playing the part that you're playing. But sort of on an up forward, there's like there can potentially be the skullduggery and the insurgents can be sort of flipped and turned and things like that. Obviously, that can start playing a part and like internal yeah. battles start erupting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a good thing is you can sort of in, you can you can almost change a storyline yourself. Wait, absolutely, yeah. You know, so if it's getting a bit quiet or if it's a bit, you know, you can sort of go up and drop a bit of intel to you guys on Blue 4 and then almost turn around and come back and go, oh, I've heard that, you know, Blue 4 are going out. Can we go and do this, this, this? You can almost set up your own mini battle, you know, just by exactly, sort of mate. trickling a bit of intel into each side. Um, so it's quite, it was quite interesting. And then, as I say, then we got the bit, bit maybe like, you were just talking about it just a minute ago where we... Um, where we, we sort of kidnapped the film crew or the uh, the press, yeah, uh, took them back to the village, and um, they're kind of like sort of improvising this execution. And then there's me in the background going, I can't be seen to be in this video. If this got on social media, I really well, I was a little bit nervous about it, and I was the one being executed. <laughs> I really can't be in this video. And then raging with us as well, going, I can't be in this. I really can't be in this video. So we both ducked down and we're like, I can't be there. And then just see two asses from behind a crate or something like that. <laughs> and then it's um, it goes around and I think oh, it was like <clears throat> or something like that was about to get executed. It was like, have you got any last words? And he went, Yeah, I'd like to quote Moby Dick, call me Ishmael. We started reeling off the first lines of like one of the books. Like, you haven't got that long, mate. Bang. Yeah. Out, uh, Sorry. But uh, but yeah, it was uh, 
it was good. I mean, it's great to meet some people as well, you know. Oh, um, but bumping but into you and Mike and that, and actually seeing you physically, it was it was odd. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and massively disappointing the fact that there was absolutely no blue ribbons. People kept talking about this mythical. There was oh, no, blue ribbons. There, there was yeah, Terry. The, um... Terry had not that I got one. I didn't get one from him. The greedy bastard. The, the NATO, base was full of them. <laughs> he flashed blue ribbon at me, and that's all I saw of him for the whole weekend. So whenever he laid right. on them at night and just covered himself in blue ribbon, Mister Gillett, I don't know. Little tease. Yeah, he was a tease. <laughs> show, 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 full pack of blue ribbons and a bit of leg. That's what he was showing me from the other side of the arbor area. I thought, oh, you've been hanging around with Paul too long, you have. <laughs> it's all gone south. It's all gone south. It's all gone Pete Tong now. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I'll do it. I remember taking that and then bumping into Mike when he was in his uh, in his pre press kit and uh, gear rather in the in the village. And I think there was two or three of your guys up in the tower um, mm. picking people off, and we. Sort of got smoke out, and I was, it was almost like that Carl Weathers moment in uh, Predator. So I've got my MP7 gas blow back in one end, just sort of laying it down like that, and then sort of put my hand around trying to drag Mike out, <laughs> dragging him through the woods. And he says, you, you know, you can actually just tell me which way to go, you don't have to drag yeah. me. So Paul's literally got me like the scruff of the neck, pulling me to the right or whatever. I'm like, oh, I thought I, see, I think I see the start of that video in, in some of the, the videos that were yeah, dropped yeah. in the Apocalypse Milson Facebook chat tonight. Yeah, that's cool. I said to him, I said, you, you can genuinely just tell me where to go, Paul. I'm not going to run away. Just Because <laughs> I could just see it. I could see the two of us just stacking it down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going to go in one way really fucking terribly. <laughs> 66% of NOFO end up in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, where's Michael Paul gone, Flo? <laughs> yeah, it was. It, that was really, it was, was good. And that, that other video as well. I mean, I didn't know. That, that, um, so we were sat up around the fire and, and it was just a moment to have a, a, a pot noodle. Uh, so I sat oh, Is this the a, bench story? Yeah, so we, I was sat up I on see, the bench. Yeah, you need to elaborate on this. Oil. So this jet boil, right? I've, I've never, I've never used it before. It was kind of pretty much, it was box fresh. So I'm sat up there, and I've got this this jet boil going, and I'm sat there having a pot noodle just up by the jeep, literally where there is that jeep or whatever it is turned up on its side up there. There's a little fire pit, and someone, I don't know who, has gone up there and sort of whittled together this really good bench. And I'm sat on this bench over one half having a bit of a pot noodle, and then Rage comes up to me, and he's like. Oh, got a bit of room. Yeah, no worries, mate. So I've shifted across to the left. Ray just sat down next to me, and then just as that's happened, you just heard this crack. And then, no, this is not my half of the bench, but the half that his petite derriere was sat on has just sort of gone like that. So he hit the deck that way. There is the that is yeah. the bench in question. So that, that is, is the, the bench, bench in question. question. Pre, so pre, I'm, I'm I, I didn't realise until I looked at this photograph <laughs> how white my hair is. Uh, <laughs> But I'm sat on Beautiful. this bench, and that's now collapsed. The silver fox, that's what we call you. <laughs> exactly that, Richard Gere from the years up. And, um... <laughs> so the bench is gone, and then when I'm sat there eating this pot noodle, Pyro Brett um, is behind me. Mimsy's recording. Oh, wow, you've got a Pyro property. guy, Pyro Brett. Yeah, so then... Oh, like... we've got Build a Bomb on, 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 on Blue 4, but unfortunately he wasn't there. It's Isaac's, Isaac's old man, Build a Bomb. Oh, right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sat there having this pot noodle, and I have no idea what it is. This, whether it's like a crow scare type thing or whatever, set a tape, tape together, and Mimsy's filming it, and I'm sort of just there, sat on this bench with a back turn, and this thing gives us... It's an almighty bang. And I, 
I didn't you know didn't even flinch. Switch. I no, saw the video. He goes, I'm really impressed. You didn't even flinch. I, I'm, <laughs> yeah, but I'm pretty much close to following through. I might not have flinched. <laughs> but I it just like, you, literally, you literally <laughs> stood up and went. the other half of the bench going. What? Like that. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it was, um, it, it was some, some really, you know, some fun little moments. Some bits where we kind of sat around the fire and you're meeting people. And, you know, I did that... Um, yeah, a little bit of an Insta live um, feed with Mike the other night, and uh, there is as much as that fun game time is when you're out there and you're sort of in the woods and all that. The, the little moments where you're around the fire catching up with people and oh just mate, learning, that, that, learning. Then the little moments of downtime where you can just sort of interact and have a little chat and a catch up, mate. But the, they're the best. You know, it's yeah, it's cracking, really good. So no, good, good, good. But like I said, you know, some key learnings come out of it. Absolutely, yeah, definitely, yeah. Not for the ne- hopefully for the next one, you know, to cut a little issues ironed out. No, nothing, nothing major, but um, yeah, to evolve and move forward. And but no, I think it was it was quite interesting having those additional little roles in there. You know, so mm. like the press photographer. Actually, I don't even remember. I don't think I saw you as the. Uh, no, you um, didn't. I don't. It was it was only like I think six six or seven up four were in the village at that point. So yeah, so. Um, but yeah, it just adds it in nicely. This is, I mean, this is the same as what they do with Longmore, isn't it? You know, the, mm. I think the last one that we went on, it was you've got your Civ Pop and you've got your Blue Four. But anyone on Civ Pop wants to do something else, then you know, feel free. And we had construction workers that. I said, yeah, you shoehorn some characters in there and stuff like that. Yeah, and you had you know other people. You had the market stalls. You had you know whatever it might but, be. Uh, uh, Paul, remind me who's the guy with the fruit and veg? Um, he must. He's got to get a shout out because it's the only event I go to where I eat so well. <laughs> I know, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. I'm going to have to dig it out. But what I do oh. know is you, you you put an explosive in a pineapple, that shit flies. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, so many pineapples were hurt that weekend. Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you might want to duck. So if I say, you see, I've just put some pyro in a, in, a, in, a, in a pineapple. And I'm like, right, this isn't going to go, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to go one way, down. fucking terribly. <laughs> and I, honestly, I think it's a pineapple landed in the safe zone. It just <laughs> mental, absolutely mental. But yeah, it all adds to the fun and everyone, you know what I mean? It's amazing. It brings all this fruit up and everyone just hovers around it. And, and it's just like you see people walking in the village with a big bunch of grapes or, you know, whatever it is. I'm not quite sure many people ate the pineapple. Apart from the bits that were stuck to their head or whatever afterwards, but it is a bit of an, uh, a difficult fruit to eat on a milsim. Like <laughs> it is, you can't really just, cut it up with your fake knife. I'm just sitting there carving a chunk of pineapple out. Like. I've got a cat. Ah. I've got a Charlotte. You got? A cat. I see. I see your Charlotte. I raised you a Rosie. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, the, like, the fruit and vegetable. Mine's <laughs> got a sellotape dispenser. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> I think Paul wins that one. <laughs> I, I must admit, though, I'm I'm partial to a bit of stationery. Like, no, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? It's odd. Shiny pen, <laughs> the new shiny pen. We get that works. So we have to sign loads of briefing sheets at work and that, and it's like someone gets a pen out. It's like, Ooh. I've got um in my office. I've got a filing cabinet, and an inset filing cabinet is all the decent shit when it comes to stationery. Oh, there we go! Look, fruit. Uh, and then it, uh, I said, literally, that is a full uh, fruit stall. Green grocers a lot. Stall. I mean, and also it, kiwi fruits. Kiwi fruits a difficult one to eat without, like. Oh, that's a bastard <laughs> to eat that. Yeah, I, I love. I love the taste of kiwi, but stop peeling it and getting uh, getting the good stuff out. No way. No, See, just give my, me an my, apple. Um, my old, old governor, he eats a lot. The, the yeah. fruit a lot. He, he oh my god! Straight in, mate. I'm not sure he'd do the same with the pineapple, but. 
Um, <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's a challenge. <laughs> no, I'm a good old fashioned apple man myself. Apple, give me an apple. That's you it. Like an apple, yeah, yeah. I'm Do like an apple. We'd be there. But no, a, bra- a Brayburn. A Brayburn's my favourite. He does add like to the. Uh, does add to the whole uh, the whole piece, really. I think that fruit stall and people. It does, but yeah, it's just that, that little element, that little element of realism. Yeah, you know I mean, it's actually like you've got a functioning sort of village sort of thing there. That's you know, it's all good. Yeah, it's quality. No fair play to him for that. I must find what his name is. Cross. I can't remember his name now. I want to say it's like a, it's like a Spanishy sort of. Uh... Is it Felipe? Felipe, that's the kitty. It is that it? is the one. Yeah, there we go. Look. Yeah. Uh, Matty's just told us. <laughs> Mutti. Felipe, the fruit guy. There we go. Is that, is that Matty, Mutti, 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 Minty. My time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, overall, for 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 that event, for the first one back over like sort of the twenty four hour, forty eight hour period. I was very happy with it. Knackered, oh, boiling up. Interesting as well is that throughout this whole sort of, you know, you've got to be looking at a good almost couple of years. And throughout that, that I mean, that's a, that's a long ass period of time when you think about it. I mean, this one here is is two. So, do you know what I mean? When you, when you put it into that perspective of mm-hmm. time that we've not really played, but we've been investing in lots of little £50 purchases throughout that time. Absolutely. Um, you get to your first event to then go out and you know, I, I didn't have loads of stuff that I didn't need. All I had no, was exactly I that. Probably, I probably didn't need for that event, if you know what I mean. I could have probably got away with a different. So, if I'd have been up there and put the hammock thing to the test, I'd have got away with a hammock and a jungle blanket rather than the snug pack and a four season sleeping bag. Yeah. So, then I'd have for room, sure, mate. For sure. Know, I'd have had more room in my bag for other, you know, for, for whatever. Um, but it's 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 fine it's finding that line, isn't it, between like, oh yeah, right, I've sacrificed I don't not sacrificing, but I can get away with a jungle sleeping bag and a hammock this time. So I've I've saved myself a ton of space, but then it's being mindful of not to fill the space you've gained with more shit that you're not going to use. Yeah, and I think it'd have been it just you saved me a few trips up the hill with other bits, you know. That's but, it, yeah. Um, but I wasn't gonna risk it all on a hammock, you know, and, and it all goes wrong. But mm. when you go up to that Jeep, there's not a lot of floor space, but there are a lot of trees. So, Mate, it's a perfect. It's, it's, it's it, like I say, it's yeah. a pine forest. It's perfect for setting hammocks up. That place there should be full of them. It's wicked. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, but yeah, other than that, I mean, I'm massively, massively impressed with that MP7. That's just nice. You pull the trigger on it, squeezing off a little bit of full auto. You get the smell of the gas. You get the noise that it makes. You get like a gentle sort of my cheeks kind of like. You pull. Like you're gonna. You have to invest in one of them. Um, the the uh, units for the front. The uh, the the light hogs or whatever they're called. The Spitfires. The Spitfires. Uh, yeah. That that lights up the gas. The gas that gets emitted from the muzzle just lights it up like a flame. That'd be awesome to see that. No, my just don't buy one off Wish though. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't get a proper one. Don't get it from Wish. Buy it. Buy it. But it looks awesome. Mister Mister Kettle's brought one and he's got it for his his um his Colt Dimarco. And it's, which is a gas blowback, and he, he sent us a video of that him firing it in his garage in, like, in the pitch dark, and he just sort of this flame. And oh, it's, well, it's obviously not flame, obviously, of course, it's the it's lighting the gas cloud up, but it just looks wicked. <laughs> it's, um, but it's nice to go, you know, knowing that if, if my four, I said in the, on the thing the other night, if my four one six was to have packed up on the on the Friday morning, mm. you know, I would quite comfortably use that under the right weather conditions now for a weekend. That's it, you so can rely on it, can't you? have that confidence now, yeah. Mm. That's like me with my MP5, my Blue Edition MP5 from Simon, mate. It's just like, this, this just won't stop, you know. Yeah. Just want to fall back on every time. The DMR, the, the, the DMR that obviously just sent me done a few weeks ago for me, that was 
rocking all weekend. Good as gold. Couple of little issues with me two four nine, but that's getting squared away as we speak. So, but yeah, obviously the DMR. It's nice that... having something small and light as well to run around with. Sometimes oh mate, yeah. Like... MP sevens, MP fives, all day. Like you, you've got, mm. you must have some sort of SMG of some description, but purely for the role as well, like for, especially for PMC roles. But an MP five mm. well, sort of comes into its own really. On it as well, so you know you've got the the, the IR light and you've got all the other gubbins that go with it. So it just means I can leave it on that and use that for night time. Um, and comfortably go and use the other one throughout the day, so that was all right, yeah. You know, so, and especially up there, Paul, with obviously with all the trees in it, mate. If you're using MP7 at night with all the light with all the nods, gubbins on it, I mean, to, for maneuverability through the tree line and stuff like that, I mean, it's going to be a no brainer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, obviously, 416 it's not massively long, but it is a longer rifle, isn't it? Same with my yeah. bolt, you know. What I mean, they can only they're only going to ever be so short until you start dropping into like the MP5 category or like the MP7 or the Scorpion or something like that. And you're, you're, you're never going to be able to have it as. I mean, for me, a, a nighttime a weapon, the night sort of built up woodland area, be something that's no wider than your shoulders. Do you know what I mean? Something that you can really hunker it in. The thing is, as well, is when you look at the areas that you're kind of attacking at night, most of the activity is around either the stockade. So if you get into the stockade, oh, it's a fucking bullet magnet. That you place. need to be CQB. <laughs> if you get into the village, you know, some sort of smaller weapon is perfect because you're literally, you know, mm. sort of hut to hut to hut. Um, but yeah, so you know, it, but it was it was good to get just get out and get that kit tested and you know and, and, and cycle and cycle some rounds through it as well. Just throw a few a couple of hundred rounds through it at least. Yeah, and I, I thought oh, what I'll do is I took a little notepad and I thought you know what when I'm there I'm just going to write down all the stuff that I don't really use, and then you know that can potentially come out of it all. But I, yeah, I would have, I'd quite actually pretty much taken everything again. There wasn't mm. loads there, you know that I thought shit no. So, any kit pool that you took um, for the weekend that you probably didn't need, or did you did you overpack in some areas that you thought, mm, you know, maybe I I took I bought too much of this stuff? Or I mean, for me, it was rations because of the heat. I didn't yeah. eat as much as I was going to. I, I drunk. I mean, don't get me wrong. I drunk till the cows come home. Water all weekend. Mm. Just I mean, absolutely smashed that. I mean, whatever them, whatever these are. I think they're twenty. Are they twenty liters or twice those? Whatever that is. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I mean, I've done all of that nearly over the course of the weekend. So I think Plus I, um, it was... the food definitely. I took enough for two and a half days and didn't yeah, come close. Um, water, yeah, I, you know, I churned through that. But I think, you know, I packed like a softy. Oh, did I? Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. I, I packed my softy jacket just in case because I mean, I, as, if it was, I think it'd have been a different story if it had been crystal clear because the Friday and Saturday night they were both really cloudy. We had low cloud cover, which yeah. was crap for the nods. Um, I think if it had been clear on the Friday night, I think you'd have found it would have been a bit colder on the Saturday morning. Yeah, but I which is where the softy would have come into its own. You know, I packed a hoodie, so I had a hoodie and a softy, and you think I don't really need both. You yeah, know, no, that's a fair one. Yeah. Softy. Um, Food-wise, again, as I say, yeah, you know, certain other bits I would have taken anyway. So, like, you know, I did have spare eye pro in the car, but, you know, taking the spare eye pro to save you going back to the car or whatever or for an active active game zone. Um, mm. So, I, you know, that sort of stuff would stay. The only thing that I probably will refine down a bit further is I've got, like, a personal first aid kit, which has probably got enough in it to sort of see to about eight people. If I needed to, it's just too much. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I could probably, because then that means that I carry another sort of warrior utility pouch with other stuff in it. 
mm-hmm. um, yeah, which definitely. is kind of linked to a personal med kit. So, you know, I've got plasters, burn gel, cold packs, everything like that in one. Uh, and then in the other one, I've got things like, you know, my epilepsy tablets, hay fever tablets, Nurofen, um, like a little spray eye wash bottle. So really what I could do with is just digging out some of the crap in the first aid kit that I'm not really going to need mm. and then turning two into one. That's it. I mean, the f- essentially, the first thing you've got to do is square away yourself. Yep. Above and beyond. Do you know what I mean? If you've got any underlying medical issues that you need certain tablets for or whatnot, that you need to make sure that you're squared away first. And then, I mean, the only additional thing that I carry, which I don't suffer from, is I, I carry Rennie because Dan wants to go through him like a curry to a piss head. Yep. Because he just suffers from massive heartburn and, and, and you know, acid indigestion and all that. So I, I can always carry an extra couple of packs of Rennie on me just in case he hasn't got any. Because if, if he eats an MRE or a British Rat Pack meal, he's just like, Ugh! ready, ready, <laughs> straight after it. So it's like, yeah, got some. Think was in town, thought of you, bought them of these. <laughs> I think the um, other things really. I mean, I I had like seven batteries for me for me AEG. I just take that, that Titan. I take. I've got no tell a lie. I've got I've got the one Titan, and I've got the new Pro twenty six hundred milliamp hour lipo. Um, either I, which and all three of mine are all Dean's connected, so I can just chop and change between whatever I want to use. Yeah, so I really probably only needed the three. Um, just you have to remember with the um, my four one six, it's got the tight and advanced on it, so you have to unplug it from the MOSFET, otherwise it will just drain you down anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, other than that, mate, I, I literally I took the little silky ball bag with BBs in it. You know, didn't didn't carry loads, just left some back at the car. So I really tried to be as smart as possible when it comes to gear because I knew I was having to go up and down that Jeep. That's it, mate. And it does. It, it depends. As long as you get some good in, on where you're actually going, what you're going to actually be doing, how you're going to be setting up, it, 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 you'll get the mind. You'll get in the right mindset then for packing the kit accordingly. I mean, like yeah. Longmore and that. It's, I'm not saying it's, it's not luxurious because once you once it kicks off, it kicks off then. But you've got that initial time to get prepped. Yeah, you're not you're not you're not parking up and then you're loading you back up and then you're out on the ground and that's it then do you know what I mean so you can afford to uh, uh, literally from you know every bit of cubic space in the back of the truck and I can park outside the house at Longmore and unload it all you know what I mean so exactly being a bit more cute with regards to what you're taking but I mean no I don't think this you know and I and I strangely I don't I don't think I missed anything either there's nothing no I didn't but I thought oh shit really I could have done with that. Um, uh, yeah, exactly, and, and on the flip side of that as well, there, everything I sort of packed in a, in a roundabout kind of way I used. Yeah. Um, like for example, like my my additional power banks for charging my bowfangs in the evening, because they were caned. I obviously being on comms all day long with them between yep. the, the various sections and stuff like that. So that was wicked having the, the charging docks for the bowfangs with the USB connectors to go to the power packs, so charge them through the night. That was wicked, awesome. I think that's just some, yeah, that's something I need to get hold of. So my my comms packed up on. Well, they, they were just packed up from day one, to be fair. So my raycals, I could communicate out, I can hear in, but the sound enhancing had gone on them. So right. it's kind of like just having both your fingers in your ears, but you can hear in and out. Um, okay. The same. So, yeah, no, not not really ideal. So I didn't really use them loads, but to be fair, you know, that would probably be one thing that I'll invest in. So two things that I'm kind of going to get. So one of them I've already had delivered. So I was literally carrying that para case up the Jeep um, with my MP7 and my HA45 and all the mags in, whereas Mike Marden had the, um, it's like the military first, um, whatever, gun bag that he's got, the large gun bag. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Fitting. 
So I've lit- I literally came back and thought, you know what, I'll just grab one of those. I ordered one of those. That's up in the uh, the loft now, ready to, you know, for the next event. Um, but I will, you know, I think anything really that you can adapt to charge on a USB, um, especially things like the Bayer thing, you know, that, that that's sort of another investment I'll have to make. Yeah. I think. Because I and I've been on previous events where I haven't taken the charging docks and I've gone the comms have gone down. It does change your game. It does. It does. It, it, it puts you at a massive disadvantage not to be that's able to get in touch with we, That's the one thing we said. If we if we could do anything better, so we went totally dark on on a night. So no traces, no IR. Um, you know, so we had all the, all the Zentico gear and all that on my gun, but I didn't use any of it. We mm-hmm. literally just used the nods and the thermal, um, and that was it. But then, and then equally, but so the one thing that we kind of said that we need to get a bit more into is the comms bit. So yep. we got them right, got them working, checked them all literally the night, uh, the weekend before. Everything was working well. Turned up there on the day. Mine aren't working great. Um, and, you know, people hadn't been tuned into the right frequencies in advance. The settings in the back menus were all different. So you kind of sat there trying to redo them all and get them all squared right, away. Okay. So when you went out, some people might have had a different you know, sub frequency in the in the menus and things like that. So it's just about yeah, yeah, yeah. Little bits. Of That's an absolute classic for comms. Like is, everyone, mate, everyone yeah, always totally. rocks up. No matter how much prep you give them in advance, it's always like you know people don't really understand their radios and stuff. And you hit the ground and it's just stops working completely. Yeah, um, but yeah, really key. You know what I mean? If you can get them right. So I do like I do like the wake house. I must admit, um, in ears don't bother me. Um, equally, I've got the contacts, but they're on the lid. Um, but you know, so I don't mind using the rakehouse. But whether I can send them away at JCI comms just to get them to have a look, or now the event's over, just literally disconnect it all, sit there with it, plug them in, turn them on, turn them off, turn them off, sort of see what happens, mate. Cable or something like that, you know, could be I'm... anything, it could be a little gremlin in the system, mate. Yeah, you don't know, dear. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, other than that, mate, that's that. I would say that was oh, hello, that'd be about it. Um, happy, happy. Yeah, happy with everything. The guns work well. You know, the kit worked well. Um, you know, the scraps that we had worked well. We had a lovely good bit, you know, nice bit of use on the thermal. Uh, mm-hmm. which unfortunately, is playing up now. So that's been sent away to Thermal Hospital. Um, <laughs> so that's got, like, every time I, I squeeze the trigger, I get white lines appear up the screen. Right, okay. So that's that's, that's been, That definitely sounds like a loose connection or something. Some, yeah, some sort so of contact. Been sent back to Optics Warehouse. Uh, I must admit, it's been great. You know, no no issues whatsoever. They've sent it straight off to um, their supplier, which I'm guessing is probably some, some like, might be a post a Pulsar dealership, or something like that. They're looking at it at the minute, so hopefully that'll be resolved. Um, the nods, no issues with that at all. You know, and and but it's yeah, it's it's devastatingly good when you're using those two systems together. Oh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, I mean, I've, my, my ones, I mean, my nods are only Gen One, so I was heavily reliant on the IR for the Friday, especially for the Friday night, because of that low cloud cover and the canopy. But um, outside of that, um, yeah, fantastic. I mean, then relying on the thermal for engaging and sort of PID, and it was mm. wicked. It was great, to use it. and just nice to have it out again and to be able to use it for an event. Do you know what I mean? Sort of get the dust off it. Village. Um, so we were at the back of the hut that's got the split level with a dirty mattress in the top or it used to yep. have a dirty mattress um and people were in the chiefs out i think blue four in the chiefs out laying down fire in and out in and out and a couple of our guys i pushed around the side and a couple of our guys got taken out from behind where a couple of your blue four guys had pushed through um so i've turned back 
looked through the thermal, seen them at the gap in the fence, squeezed a couple of rounds off. They've then run across and hidden behind the fence. So they're ducked down. They can't see me. Using the thermal, literally, you've got like a half-inch gap in the wood that you could see their body heat through. Mm-hmm. And I, it was that dark. I bold as brass, just stood up and walked over to them. And it was just like, yeah, you know, you know, done them. And, and you, you just don't realise. So it's, it's all fun taking it up the range on a Saturday night, you know, and everything. Yeah, but it's, it's, mate, once you get into an event, it's predator mode, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. When you start using it, you think, yeah. It's, it's quality. There was a, then, it was a, I think it was a couple of events ago where, I, where we cleared the camper van area and I walked into that woodland and I, saw, I was on point because I had my thermal scope on the, on the M4 and you can just literally just pick heat targets out. And I, know, yeah. I know full well that there's no more blue four sections out in front of me. It's just all up four and it's just like poof, 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 hit, 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 hit. You've got no IR, you've got no signature, you've got no light giving away, nothing. Exactly that. And what was also good though is that there was people there you know, they've, they've sort of really sorted out their night tradecraft without the need for that sort of kit as well. So, you know, you've got the little toys and that, you know, that mm. we've got, which is great to have as a squad. But, you know, there's some people out there really holding their own, just understanding how to play at night. This is, I mean, like I said, I mean, I did, it, I, I did Milsim for five, five, six years without thermal or MVGs. Yeah. At all. And, you know... You're at, you're you're at a disadvantage, but like you say, I, <clears throat> one thing I did notice is that um, with my nods on and use, using the thermal, I'm less conscious of the sound I'm creating. Yep. Whereas when I've got none of that, I am super super quiet. Yeah. Which is something I've got to sort of get into my mind is that oh, yeah, although you can see where you're going and what you're doing, you need to maintain that you know rolling the bottom foot, you know, going from the outside of your foot to the center. You know, not just stomping, stomping, stomping. You've you've actually got to place your foot where you're going, and uh, and, and be mindful of the noise you're making. Because I think that's that's something that can get lost on people using nods is how much noise you're actually creating. Because you can see where you're going. There's no hazard there. Yep. Um, you can just sort of like bowl through. Yeah. Whereas, do you know what I mean? Whereas, it, whereas if you haven't got them, and you've got to use that tiny little bit of red flash or a little bit of white flash. Just just a big, oh, okay. I've got I've got a low lying branch there. Okay, but mindful of that. Approach it with caution, blah, 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 blah. And you're going to do it slowly. Whereas when you've got yeah. the greens on, you're like, oh, it's branching. Off we, off we go. Can I crack on? La, 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 la. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, snap, exactly. snap, 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 snap. There's a tree. Chucking machetes out, just hacking the shit and stuff in the dark. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah so, you know, um, but I suppose the only real shout-out, I, I will shut up in a sec, but the only other shout-out I really do have to give... Um, He's silly gilly. Oh, mate. Oh, yes. days. That geezer is phenomenal. You know, he, he literally... He knows we, his onions, doesn't he? he? Wait, we walked out of our fob down the hill, and it's only because someone caught out of the corner of our eye that he was a third of the way up our hill to our fob and was just laying in a bush, and no one noticed. They got the thermal, looked at it, and see him, and then they poked him on the arse with a stick. <laughs> but he, he's got... Oh, mate. He's just, he's just there. You, you get shot, and you think, "Where's that come from?" You look round, and he's just there. Mm. He's, he's a sneaky little there. bastard. That's he what is, he is. But then he's like, he's and he's so, so nice. polite as well. Yeah, he's such a polite, <laughs> really like. Really he's like, the politest, horrible sniper I've ever met. <laughs> he said to me, he, he, you know, he shot me like that, and he, he came up to me and he gave me feedback on basically how he could see me, which was you're standing out in the open, mate. You know, I could, I could see you. 
But then it was like, you know, almost I could have shot you anywhere, but I thought I'd do the decent thing and shoot you on the arm. And I thought, it's just, do you know what I mean? It's just, he's so nice. Show off. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly that. You know, it just reminds me that in, um, in that film, clear, uh, clear and Present Danger, where they're about to send that... Do you know what? I was watching out. a bit of that today. Literally today, I was watching some of that. <clears> with the sniper school. Sniper, when they're standing there on that jeep, looking out, going, you know, shoot at your feet. And they go out and go, no. And then he shoots the thing and they go, shoot at your feet. Oh, no, he was just there eating a burrito. You know, that's that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he reminded me of. Just he's just there, but yeah, what an asset, you know, to mm. to your team because you, you just you could let him go. Clearly, you did. He was just he was there. He was oh, he went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just there. You know, I, uh, I, the amount of times I got on comms and I had like um, zero. This is a uh, uh, November two three. It's like yeah, pass your message over. It's like, do we have any friendly snipers in RIO? Give you a grid reference. I'll be like, fuck no, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just approach with caution. <laughs> He'll spot you before you spot him, so don't worry. <laughs> right, we better wrap it up, guys, because it's uh, it's now getting a bit late. Um, yes, no, not at all. Do you want to jump into the chat at all, Mike? We've missed. I mean, I've been trying to keep. Oh, up there's a, bit, a few. Yeah. There's a few questions I've been answering. Um, so Jade's Jade's had a few questions about LMGs and bits and pieces that we've sort of. I think I might have covered it. Um, but yeah, I mean, feel free if anyone's got any ideas. Uh, if anyone's got anything they want to ask, whatever, just pop a chat on the NoFo page uh, on Facebook. Um, and we can carry on conversations on there afterwards. That's not a problem. Absolutely, um, yeah. In terms of next week, I think we are going to be covering kit maintenance in the field. Um, so tips and tricks for repairs. Um, mm. Webcam. There we go, back. Dealing with, uh, you know, little bits of repairs and tips and stuff, uh, sort of stuff to have on you for dealing with little problems. Or goes down or... Yeah, 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 yeah. We can we can cover um, that off quite quickly. Don't get it dirty. <laughs> as soon as there's a chance of rain, just go and sit in the car. <laughs> Plastic wrap everything. <laughs> um, the other thing to be aware of as well is that um, we've been having a little chat, and we're conscious of the fact that now we're all sort of more out of lockdown. Um, Fridays are sort of becoming a bit more of a challenge for everybody. Um, as such, I think we're going to be running episodes on Wednesday now. Feel free to correct me, guys, if I'm wrong. Yeah, I think so, Paul. Yep. It's, yeah, it's more of a doable day for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, happy with that. I so think, we're going to be running I, the episodes on Wednesday. Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we're going to be live on Thursday uh, at 8 o'clock uh, every week from now on. So next week will be on a we uh, Wednesday. Wednesday, sorry. Wednesday, Wednesday yeah. Yeah, because you said I'm Thursday. Through wild Thursday. Wednesday. Now it's Wild <laughs> Wednesday with no phone. <laughs> um, but obviously you can catch up online as well uh, we're obviously on all the fairly major podcast streams and YouTube and Facebook as well so absolutely cool patches uh, yes we've obviously got patch of sale um, I apologise I did have all the patches with me at the weekend um, and then nobody had, had any cash with them because obviously everyone's out in the game playing um, and you've got to Paul, yeah I've got yeah, executed yeah, as well yeah, yeah, um, I actually have your patches, Paul, as well. I forgot to give them to you. Apologies. No worries. Just um, <laughs> drop in the WhatsApp group, um, your PayPal, mate. And I'll yeah, that's fine. Finger yeah. cash over. Yeah, that's Otherwise, fine. So for anybody else that wants patches, um, please feel free to uh, contact us. If you if you don't have the details, I think they are posted on our Facebook page. Mm. Um, can I just ask that anyone that does send us money, please, please put your address on the PayPal 
Um, it makes it a lot easier for processing because um, otherwise I'll just have to come and ask you for the address afterwards. Mm. Um, I mean, we shouldn't be telling you guys already because you, you should have all ordered them by now. But if you haven't, shame <laughs> on you. That, that does reek yeah. of very familiar uh, when you when you see on Facebook. And I've seen it from both Dave's Custom Airsoft and Kingdom of Airsoft where they put a post on their Facebook page to the person that sent their Scar H up to our shop, can you please let us know who you are because you've not put your <laughs> name in it. <laughs> who are you yeah. <laughs> I think it's easily done to be fair because I think there is an option where you where you send the money it, it kind of it says what your shipping address is but that doesn't come through on the PayPal payment to us so it mm. needs to be in the comments because um, otherwise I don't know where I'm sending yeah, as, a, as, a, as a payment reference type thing guys yeah yeah but his timeshare is almost paid off in Portugal so <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh, I wish <laughs> <laughs> we are we are still cost down at the moment um, we seem to sell a lot more patches to become cost neutral so um, the more the more we sell the more you're supporting the stream so that's, that's awesome. it. enough said Good stuff. Cool. Right. Um, well, that's obviously the end of the show. Um, thanks, everyone, for joining us. Thanks, Paul. It's always nice to see the family. Fashionably late. Fashionably late as ever. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I wouldn't worry. <laughs> you know, I don't, this is how interesting I am. Oh, <laughs> oh bless. Stogies are on you on the next on the next official meetup as well. She's not even asleep, mate. She's just got a super wicked poker face. That's it, yeah. She's like, <laughs> boring. <laughs> Uh, Andy's just asked if we've reached our YouTube subscribers yet, and no, we haven't. I think we're no, at we 83 at the moment. It's at 83, um, it's all Ed's fault. Yeah, so if, <laughs> if anybody would like to follow us uh, on YouTube, it would be great if you could click the little subscribe button because um, we just want to hit 100, and I promise I will never ask you to subscribe again. Um, you heard awesome. it here first. If he does ask and he wants to subscribe after 100, you get a free yeah. dinner date with Mike. <laughs> okay. Whatever. <laughs> Actually, I'm feeling down for that. I love dinner. That's fine. <laughs> Dinner's wicked. Yeah, I'm up for that as well as it goes. Yeah, three of us. Fuck it. Why not? I don't know what you're complaining about. Cool. Right. Anyway, say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. See you later. We'll see you all soon. Take it Cheers. easy. Turn up.